Blog Talk Radio. It's October 20th, 2019, coming to you live from New York, New York. It's a cool week in the town that never sleeps, while some of you are still trying to figure out the Giuliani web of ruin, and others are shopping for Halloween items. We have a wonderful show for you today with Stephen Jackson, legal consultant and moderator, and a big announcement at the end of today's show. Good evening, East Stephen. Good evening, Erica. Glad to be with you today. Glad you're here. Stephen Jackson serves as the legal moderator with an incredible background as a civil rights attorney, arbitrator, and former Democratic candidate for New York City Council and State Assembly. He is also best known as a trial attorney for prominent cases and causes, including the Tawana Brawley case, O.J. Simpson, Amadou Diallo, Bernard Getz, Michael Minio and Mayor Ernie Davis, just to name a few. Welcome to the show, Stephen Jackson. Yes, let's go forward, Miss Collins. It's good to hear you today. When you were a boy, uh, what did you dream of becoming? Well, like most uh, young men uh, who grew up in the inner city, uh, my focus was initially on sports. I was heavily involved in the sport of boxing uh, that uh, carried uh, me through most of uh, my early childhood and, quite frankly, up through uh, law school. I didn't uh, focus on becoming an attorney until um, sometime uh, uh, after my second year in college. I attended John Jay College of Criminal Justice in New York, where I was introduced to a myriad of professional uh, professors who guided me uh, into uh, the legal realm. Okay, so that's a that's a stretch from boxing to sports. Uh, what made you focus on civil rights law specifically? Well, I clerked for a civil rights attorney, a prominent civil rights attorney while I was in law school by the name of C. Vernon Mason. Uh, I was first uh, introduced there to uh, a myriad of controversial cases, and I was lucky uh, along the way to have major uh, civil rights influences and mentors, such as attorney Percy Sutton, in addition to uh, Vernon Mason, also attorney Alton Maddox, and the Reverend uh, Al Sharpton served as uh, an influence and in, in, in guiding me toward a career in the civil rights litigation. Wow, there's some pretty known names, especially uh, Reverend Al Sharpton. How tough was it representing such famous and also infamous cases such as Tawana Brawley, O.J., and Amadou Diallo? Well, obviously those types of cases are are very challenging. Uh, However, 
they are to me they represented a a, a platform to uh, show uh, your your legal skills and certainly to get a particular message out uh, that is uh, important to get out to uh, to the community. It's also uh, nice to play a significant role in the administering of justice and uh, part of history. Hmm, that's true. You're you're definitely a part of history, uh, and definitely part of civil rights history specifically. Mm-hmm. In the political news, there has been a lot about President Trump. Can you give us three to five points of what people really need to understand and how it affects their civil rights? Well, I, I think we're living in a very uh, difficult uh, period politically and uh, socially as far as social justice issues and equality uh, are concerned. This is, in fact, the time to speak out and to, to be uh, active uh, Donald Trump has hijacked the Republican Party, and he's trying to hijack America from caging brown kids to um, condoning and, in fact, authorizing the genocide of brown people in the Middle East. Uh, it's totally unacceptable uh, conduct and inhumane and un-American. Uh, he's also succeeded in dividing America uh, uh, to the extent that it will take an awful lot uh, to repair the damage that has been done once he's in fact ousted uh, uh, from office. Donald Trump is uh, unfit, uh, he's unworthy of his office, and quite frankly, it's time to rescue America from a hostile takeover from Trump and his sycophants. Uh, you know, in effect, it's time uh, to take out the garbage. We have to vote. Uh, this is a call to action. We are not helpless. So my message to uh, the uh, progressive community is to become active, to vote like your life depended on it, and to take comfort in the fact that you have the power, you are not alone, you have the backing of the people, and it's time uh, to, to oust uh, what I call the scourge uh, from our society. I think it's very important that you highlighted that people, especially uh, in the Democratic Party, shouldn't be afraid and that they now have and should have had before a lot of support and backing to undo wrongdoings. Um, so we are oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I was going to say, no doubt about it. Given the uh, recent, uh, uh, albeit the small uh, victories uh, in court, uh, where Donald Trump has not been successful in implementing or getting his policies to be codified or endorsed uh, by the, by the courts. So uh, also to the extent that uh, obviously he's undergoing an extensive uh, impeachment inquiry that is bringing out uh, facts before the American public that uh, has emboldened um, uh, the public, and we should take heart in the fact that, like, as you indicated, we do have power, we do have the ability to implement change, the uh, politicians in Washington and in local your local areas, they represent you. We put them in office to work for us. Uh, to the extent that Donald Trump is uh, uh, trying to uh, usurp uh, every aspect of powers in, in, in the country, we have an obligation uh, to the Constitution and to social justice to make certain that that is not brought to fruition. 
very true. I wonder, do they have a count on how many cases are against him currently? Oh, in terms of the uh, investigations or in terms of the overall litigation involved in throughout the course of this year? Yeah, well, you right. You're frankly lose count. I think at last count, it was over three thousand cases that he was in fact involved in um, uh, throughout the course of um, uh, his. Um, uh, uh, career uh, as a real estate mogul and as as currently as president, he has multiple wow. cases that continue on today. Wow, wow! So we're about to make a breaking news, big announcement right here on Blog Talk Radio's Enterprise. I'm going to uh, let Mr. Stephen Jackson have the floor. Uh, can you tell us about Pulse of the People podcast? Well, Pulse of the People podcast is uh, a progressive podcast that uh, uh, I have the pleasure of having uh, you, uh, Ms. Collins, uh, join uh, me as a co-host where we will uh, deal and debate with the issues of the day, primarily focusing on progressive issues, uh, projecting uh, issues of equality and inclusion. The objective is to bring people together and to educate ourselves and the community. To educate ourselves and the community about and the community, uh, yes, and the public. Well, about about the various uh, political issues of the day. Uh, for far too long, right wing uh, uh, entities have dominated the media. And I think there is a groundswell of interest to support for a progressive movement that we can uh, push further and uh, actually codify uh, the uh, prog- progressive issues through the concept of, of, of uh, not only uh, 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 this media, but the social media and the like. So I think it's important to take advantage of the political climate that yearns uh, for change and yearns for um, uh, restoring civility uh, to uh, a system that has guided uh, waywardly for the past three years. Yeah, we're very, very excited. I think it's going to be very important, uh, especially at this time and this stage on platforms, and we hope that you all join us. What are some positive and challenging things that you'd like to see happen with this Pulse of the People podcast platform? Well, ultimately, I'd like it to become a beacon for civil discourse as far as the progressive agenda is concerned. And I look forward uh, to growing an audience uh, of support and developing uh, certainly a significant groundswell to be able to implement significant change, a positive change, and to bring about uh, progressive changes uh, to to a community that so sorely needs it. So I think it's important to to uh, become the eyes, the ears, and the mouthpiece for a community, progressive community, quite frankly, that has not uh, had the uh, uh, the platform over the past few years to become a a significant uh, entity. And I think uh, Pulse of the People represents an opportunity to do just that, to uh, uh, include uh, voices that 
that were not included uh, uh, recently to focus on issues that are pertinent to to those uh, uh, conditions and concerns that are common to all of us and to overall turn, uh, change uh, the discourse back to something that is civil and back to something that is palatable for, palatable for us all. Awesome. Uh, so who, without giving the big names away, would be your ideal guest for what we like to call pop pulse of the people? Well, I, I think as far as the the guests, the list of concern, uh, ideally uh, we want to uh, put on civic leaders or politicians, lawyers, and other news makers in the day, uh, people who are interested in the betterment of, of society and who have a, a story to tell or have played significant roles in politics, social justice, and the like. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, with, uh, with my background, I'm hopeful of, of, of bringing on to our show people uh, who have uh, significant uh, resumes and are able uh, to uh, come on and explain to the folks uh, the true nature and meaning uh, of progressive issues that um, have long been suppressed. And where would you like to see Pulse of the People in the future? Well, like I said before, I hope it to become uh, a beacon of, of, of civil discourse. Um, uh, it's my goal and objective, certainly, to make uh, an audience uh, that is to develop a reservoir that is expressive of positive ideas that ultimately uh, will contribute to the betterment of, of, of all communities. Okay. Do you have any upcoming events? Well, what we were focusing on um, trying to uh, determine whether or not we could bring about a coordinated effort uh, that would result in a significant march on Washington, D.C. One of the things uh, we're trying to do is to coordinate uh, various efforts uh, with uh, different groups um, throughout the country to see whether or not we can put together uh, a, a rather significant and meaningful uh, demonstration against all of the wrongdoing that's going on in the White House. So that that is what uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on uh, now in terms of um, a particular event outside of, of course, of developing um, the um, pulse of the people. Okay, and what is next for Steven Jackson, the man behind the scenes? Well, next for Steven Jackson is hopefully we can get our message out there. And really at the end of the day, Erica, is to try to uh, bring some uh, civility back to, uh, for what is all intents and purposes, a hostile uh, political and social atmosphere. If we can bring the temperature down, um, and if we can change the direction politically and socially, when this country is going today, ultimately, pulse of the people will be a success. 
Okay, so thank you, Stephen, so much for being on the show. We know that you and Pulse of the People will be a great success, and we look forward to supporting you. And, of course, I'll be on the show as well. Thank you so much. My My pleasure, Erica. Take care. Good night. For more information on Stephen Jackson, you can like them on Facebook at Pulse of the People Productions. Thanks for listening to our 2019 Business of Law series on Law Talk Radio's Enterprise. Remember to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. For more information, You're listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins.